This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey guys, it's Casper. And Becky. From the DFWTO podcast. If you've been a longtime listener, you know how much mental health means to us. Mental health actually plays a role in many horror films, especially the final girl subgenre. Whether it's Nancy facing her nightmares and defeating Freddy, or Sydney taking out Ghostface to overcome the trauma of and avenge her mother's death. Not only are horror movies a huge comfort to Casper and I, so is putting our mental health first. And if you agree and you're searching for professional services, let BetterHelp be your guide. BetterHelp will connect you with a licensed therapist who can help you start your journey of self-awareness and discovery. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be flexible and convenient for any type of schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get yourself matched up with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just like the final girls that triumph over evil, triumph over your trauma with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com DFWTO and save 10% off your first month when you sign up today. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-F-W-T-O. And remember, guys, don't, don't fuck, fuck with the original. original. Now let's get into the episode. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. And I am your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. You guys, we are back this week. Last week, um, there were fireworks around Becky's house and they were just really fucking loud. And she wasn't feeling that hot anyway, so we just decided it would just be best to... Talk about Evil Dead Rise this week. It was a rough start to the month already. Some personal family stuff going on that previous weekend. And then, yeah. If anybody follows me, you saw in my stories how ridiculously loud until past midnight the fireworks were um, literally outside of my house. Might as well have been on my front porch. Um, So, yeah, it was fun because I couldn't sleep. Um, my cat couldn't sleep, so it was great. It's a fun time. And people suck. That is the and understatement of the absolute whenever this world fucking started. America, but yeah. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I July love- 4th, 1776. I love South Park, and I just love how a song that's clearly a parody and not meant to be flattering at all has turned into like this because <laughs> anytime I just anytime I just think about any just stupidity just immediately I'm like America, fuck yeah. fucking same <laughs> there's there's two sums things up, it sums up everything there's two things out of up, my mouth you, you hear crazy shit on the news stuff happening it's either a America fuck yeah or B, but not in a good way. People. It's like not in a good way. Right. And both are like not in a good way. Because like I love this country and I love white people. But when you say either one of those phrases. You love white people. It's not. Okay. I mean, some of them I kind of have to. <laughs> well, I'm not white. I have to love you. <laughs> You're like, I'm not claiming it. I'm not. I just happen to be You're white. Like, I, 
refuse. <laughs> it's not my fault. My parents are white. I don't know these motherfuckers. It's like my husband. I love him so much, but it's like, it's not my fault. My parents are white. It's not my fault. <laughs> I didn't choose the white life. The white life chose me. Anyway, oh, so it's amazing. Oh, super it's so excited to talk to you guys about Evil Dead Rise tonight. Well, um, and we gave you guys an extra week uh -huh. in case you didn't get a chance to watch the movie. Like me, that I literally watched today, but I'm glad I did because what I think is really funny. It's fresh in my mind and I really liked it. So, and I was actually able to sit and fucking focus. Story of my life, ma'am. <laughs> no, so, um, I remember we went to go, was it Scream? Where is it? Me and you went to go see and we saw a trailer for this. Or did we not see a trailer together and I'm just making that up? Uh, I might be making that up. Yeah. No. I thought we did. I thought we did see it together. Was it Scream? It was Scream. It had to have been Scream because that would have been the most recent. Yeah, this had year. To, it would have had that would have been, been the most recent one this year. So yeah, we saw the trailer for it and I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. And I'm pretty sure when Hubs and I saw Oh my god, the movie was good and now my brain just went, Nope, you forgot. Um Shit. That movie was actually good. What movie are you talking about? We saw it on, in June, my birthday. And it the Boogeyman. Thank you. My brain literally just erased the title of that movie. Like, I really liked it. And it just went, you liked it, but you're not going to remember you what it. it is. But you're not going to remember what it is. Um, they showed a trailer for it then, too. Yeah. No, wait, because it would have already been out. It was already out. Yeah, it's been on Max for a couple weeks now, a few weeks. Okay, but it came out <clears throat> earlier this year. Yeah, because it was still in theaters around Warhound. It came out that weekend. That guy. That's when now it was. we're all on the same. Page. We are. We have arrived. We got it. <laughs> we yes, got it. We have landed. So, <laughs> um, yeah. This movie, uh, there was a special screening for horror hound people to go see it. I did not because it was storming really bad and I just didn't have it in me to drive yes. to Cincinnati. I don't drive at, at night to the city in a storm. No. <laughs> so, uh, but we watched it and... When I was young and dumb, yes. Now I'm old and I can't see. <laughs> I need sleep. <laughs> I'm old, I'm blind. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I saw a post that said if you were born before 1997, have fun turning 65 this year. And I Fuck said, you. listen, I am. Then where's my goddamn AARP? What the fucking discounts? Bitch? At least give me my fucking discounts. Fuck goddamn discounts. Um. <laughs> so this is the new um movie of the Evil Dead franchise. So you've got Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Ash versus Evil, or um. Army, Army of Darkness, Darkness, Ash vs. Evil Dead, and then Evil Dead 2013. So this is the fifth installment. One, two, Technically, three, it would four. be the fifth. Yes, the fifth installment. 
Um, if you tack, if you take the series as a whole, yes. Which I I think is. then it would be the fifth incarnation. Because I think the series well, was fifth film. fucking amazing. It would be the fifth film. Fifth film. Got it. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yes. I agree. <clears throat> um. I don't know about you guys, but Evil Dead 2013 was definitely one of my favorite remakes, reboots, whatever you can call that. Um, it was incredible the way that they did it, and I was very interested to see what they were going to do with this one. Since this one was a sequel to the 2013 version, I... There is a... A lot of white peopling in this film, um, but also... If they take the films in the direction I think they're going with this now because of the way this movie is, because I remember when I saw the trailer, I was like, how in the fucking world is this book that's in a cabin in the woods going to come to... So it's actually to... not a direct sequel from the 2013 It's one. not. It's not. When does it happen? It's not a direct sequel. Is it it's, just chilling? It's, it's a standalone. It's just chilling? It's a standalone. Yeah, they, they decided not... There were so many talks up until that point of sequels, of direct sequels of 2013 Evil Dead and Army of Darkness and all those ideas were scrapped to where they decided to just have a standalone series. Okay. Interesting. Which I appreciate. I like it. It's kind of like I'm how the Conjuring universe said that too, where they started doing not necessarily spinoffs, but spinoffs. Of yeah. different characters. And the, well the I, Crooked Man got done. I call them standalones. I think it's kind of easier to say it that way because it's like it's got sort of the, the, the spirit of the series without being in the same vein of the series because even though it's not a direct like Evil Dead twenty thirteen didn't have anything about Ash in it, but it was no. still like the original story. With the with the Necronomicon, with the recording, more serious, less campy, right? And then this one has now, which we'll talk more about this, but that's something that you had mentioned to me prior to watching it, and that I caught. And if anybody caught that in the beginning with the recording, it's mentioned. And if you're a fan of the series, as I am, the film series, that there are three books. There's three. If you remember in Army of Darkness, when Ash is trying to recite the words and he can't remember, uh, there's three books. Mm -hmm. So this one expounds. I don't, this, it's, even when it was mentioned, it's not called, I think this one is the second book. So that's that's kind of like, if this is the way they're going with it, mm -hmm. I'm liking the fact that now, okay, so if this is what they're doing and there's three books, then that means we'll get another one. Like, so if Evil Dead 2013 was the original book, this movie is the second book. I'm I'm totally down for the next movie to be... The final and where book. are we going to find the third book? Right. Yeah. Kind of thing. See, I'm, I'm very excited about that. I think if, if that's if that's the direction that they're going, and if you saw the movie, I'm I I think that's the direction that they're going in. And I think that's the direction. I mean, it makes sense. I am all fucking especially forward. because they are, and it all comes back to the original movies right. too. So you still have the tie-in as a fan 
wrapping it all the way back around to the original films. Exactly. Which is perfect. So as far as this movie is concerned, you have this hot mom who has is a single mother of three children. And her sister, what did they call her sister? She was a... Oh, what was it? Was it... Uh, I wanted to say Becky. Beth. Beth. No, but what did she call her? A groupie. A, some kind of groupie. She was calling... She just called her a groupie. Oh, just a groupie. Because she fixed instruments for people on the road. She's um, a guitar tech. Yeah. Um, so she I called her a roadie. I, that's what I always thought roadies essentially were, is roadies travel with the band because they're the ones that come out and tune the guitars and do all that sh I've just I've seen enough concerts that that's what I always equated I guess this is that they don't call them roadies anymore you were a tech or I guess maybe they were always techs <laughs> I'm sure someone found that offensive a groupie and a roadie are two completely different fucking things so let's yeah. just <laughs> let's just kind of put that <laughs> you know just for your information. And give it a goog in case you want give, to, if you give it a goog. Yeah, give it a goog if you want a clear definition. I'm not I'm not Webster. So anyway, moving on. Back to the movie. I am not Webster. I'm not. So her sister comes over um and she's like, Where's your husband? And she goes, Kids, go get pizza while she tells her everything. So she tells her everything while the kids come back. We left that pizza. a key point. We find out in the beginning, sister is pregnant. Preggers. Yes. Yes. Um, kids come back. They're getting ready to drive under the, like the parking garage. There's an earthquake and we're all like, no. And then after the earthquake, the kids see this gaping hole. Well, I course, guess you're just supposed to guess until they show the news footage that they're in LA. Cause I'm like, I know. Right. I took, like, my phone, I had to take a phone call, like, right when that happened, and just missing that five seconds of, like, the fuck, like, I had to pause it and rewind it, because I was like, did, did, the, did the earth just cave in? Like, what just happened? Like, I had to, because if you weren't paying attention, no. you would totally miss that it was a goddamn earthquake, and I... They said it on the news for, like, ten seconds. Just missed in that, like, yeah, yeah real quick part. I was like, what the fuck? Was this the demon? What happened? Like the movie, just the demon started. was like, mm. like the movie just started. The hell, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, of course, the earthquake opens a giant gaping hole in the mm -hmm. garage um, floor, and of course, the oldest kid is like, "Oh my god, there's a safe down there. I want to go see it." Danny's like, "Let me go." I digged Danny's vibe though. Danny was a DJ, and Danny was cute. You know, so I like Danny. I was kind of sad about what happened to him, but. Uh i was rooting for danny both of them but definitely danny no offense to the other one but definitely danny yeah same. um so he goes down there finds this tomb looking thing with crosses hung all over the top of it which i find really funny because i'm like you know if i found something like that i'd be like i'm out man hell no to the no no not to mention the gaping hole where something's like just sit, sit there and he's like, let me stick my hand in that. Like, well, creepy, creepy records and letters. Yeah, I'd probably take that. I like antiques. But not if there's crucifixes all over the goddamn place. But no, when he turned around and then saw all the. Oh, yeah. And right. then there's the whole in the. And I'm like, and there's bugs. First of all, bugs. Look, listen, crucifixes and bugs. I'm out. I'm already out. Like, 
already. There's demons. If, if every movie and it, and everything has ever taught me, if there's crosses and bugs, demons. It's demons. It's just instant, and I'm out. I'm I'm out. I right. I don't like either one. I don't like bugs, demons. I will take bugs over demons. I'll have to think about it, but it's probably <laughs> depends on the bug. Demons, you can kind of negotiate. Bugs, you cannot negotiate. Depends on the bug. I will take. Depends on the demon. I will so... take all of the demons before I ever this have bed bugs. True. You're right. Listen. Oh, no, you're right. Actually, yeah. But yeah. I will take all you of the it. ants before you I ever it. have a demon. You're right. So, you know, it's you're just, right. there's we a lot have to. There's bug levels. You're right. <laughs> you're right. I agree. Bed bugs are actually mm -hmm. Satan. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Just Agreed. scattered. Agreed. <laughs> Just scattered into pieces. Agreed. But anyway, so he You finds... literally have to hit them with a mustard bomb to get them the fuck out of your house. Like, there's Same. nothing else. <laughs> Fucking Olive Garden mustard. <laughs> Listen, if you squirted mustard in my mouth, I will leave. <laughs> I don't know the sound that just came out of your throat, but that was great. <laughs> Becky is growling. Anyway, so he finds... This <laughs> maybe there's a demon in you. He's growling and he's like, "Mustard." <laughs> it's Starbucks' fault. They put it in this ice. It's shot. okay. It comes out too for me. Oh, look, another cat here. Anyway, so he finds this book and he takes it out, and we're of course we're all like, "Oh, I know what that means." And yeah, he takes some records that he finds because yeah, he it was all the white people, white people, white people. He was fancy, white people. But you needed it to happen, otherwise you wouldn't have the rest of the movie. So. so his mom was like, oh shit, we gotta go find the kids. Well, they're about to leave, but the kids bust in. And, of course, he has all this shit hidden. Everyone's okay, and they're all like, yay. So, just like Becky mentioned, he is a DJ. Um, and because he's a DJ, that's why he took the records. Because he's like, maybe also, I Also, in that split second, you meet the rest of the neighbors on that floor. Mm-hmm. So there's a gentleman. Which are important, but there's not There's a really. gentleman, two kids, and then an older gentleman. And nothing motherfucking happened to that cat. On record. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nothing happened I kept happened waiting to that. for it to happen. No. The cat lived. Because my cat was laying there cute, sleeping, and then I saw the cat, and I was like, I'm going to tell you right now, we'll turn this whole fucking Ivy was off. laying on me, and I was like, don't look at this. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm so glad Abby was sleeping, because I was like, I will turn this whole fucking movie off right now if anything happens <laughs> Kill all the people, but leave I the fucking animals alone. I need to make an app where they list all of the movies where animals die, so I know- I'm pretty like, sure that's a thing. It, okay, so I- Okay, I need to look into that, or somebody needs to get on it. Because I I need that. I'm, I'm, I'd I'm, say you are not the only one. <laughs> so, he goes back into his room and is like, I gotta play these records. So, he's going it's to It's like, this, no, you don't, but... Right? So, he's going <laughs> to play these records, and his mom, of course, is doing very mom things, and she's getting ready to do laundry. And, um... I'm still trying to understand how that was his mom because he was what, 16? Or was he 14? I was like, she looks not I a day over no, like 32. Well, he drove. Did he drive? He did drive. Did, so he would have had to have been at least 16. The other child. No, it was him. Drive. He was the oldest. 
Okay. He Bridget drove. was the other child. Danny drove. So Danny... He has to at least be 16. Because I'm trying to figure... Okay, so how old... If she was... She okay, was... so the actor that plays... Oh, I hope I'm using the right pronouns. Uh, okay, I'm using my pronouns. I just want to make sure. It's oh, Wednesday, my goodness. dudes. I'm just trying to make sure because I don't want to be disrespectful because I really fucking, it's Morgan Davies who plays Danny. And I really fucking love this this actor. Um, him? They? Him. Him. Morgan. Okay. It's, it's, we got the pronouns right. Mm -hmm. Um. So Morgan is 21. So I'm guessing it would have to be, Danny's character would have to be over 16 to have a driver's license. So let's so. say he's 16. That woman don't look a day over 30. I would say 17. Bridget would maybe be 15. Yeah. And what's the cute little girl? Oh my gosh. Oh my God. So what was cute. her name? Cassie, I would say, would be seven or eight. I need to know seven, how old their mom is in the Six or life. seven. Six or seven. Yeah, you don't look old enough to have a 16, 17 year old. For sure. What was her name? Was it Not Jessica? Uh, no, Elisa oh, Elisa Sutherland. 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 They don't have a year. Born September 23rd. September 23rd what? Oh, 1982. I got it on Wikipedia. So she's 40. Oh, thank you. She's 40. Oh, well, she looks great for 40. Damn. She would be old enough to have a 17-year-old. She would. I am old enough to have a 17-year-old, even though that makes me want to vomit in my mouth. I don't care for that. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me like no no <laughs> you stop that anyways I'm gonna, so, you. I'm gonna get that like still no. you get the fucking air listen that motherfucker <laughs> so um yeah so he starts playing the record right and you hear this preacher and he's talking about how he found this book and you're like oh no he's gonna fucking recite it well I guess so, because there was something mentioned by Cassie about the place being haunted by a priest that drops coins. So, I guess at that point, you find out through the recordings that that building was on the site at some point. I, I saw that. Good, good catch. <laughs> Sorry if you heard a random guess. <laughs> but um, that basement, I guess where the apartment is now, was on the site of a church or a cathedral at the time. Because once you get through the recordings as you're listening, the first one is he he found this book on a missionary trip and he's trying to introduce it to the church. And the church is like, um, bro, this book is clearly evil. Absolutely not. We're not going to accept this. And then he plays, and then Danny proceeds to play the second record, and that's when the second record actually starts to recite the incantation in the book. And at that point, Danny can't stop it. Like there's no He has no idea he what's even in. happening, too, while he is listening to that. Yeah. Because the evil obviously comes. And I love, I still love that it's, it's the, the old way. school. It's still the, like Sam Raimi did in the first movie. It was a fuck. In case anybody didn't know this, it was, a, it was the camera on a skateboard, and he pulled the skateboard with a rope. That is how they did it in the first Evil Dead. I actually like genuinely love that though. I fucking love it. So that happens, and of course she's getting into the elevator, and that's where it hits first, and it goes right in there with her. Can I just say that was one of my worst fears in a movie because elevators already terrify me. Right. So <laughs> nothing like getting the evil. all that going down. Literally the getting the evil in an elevator. In the fucking elevator, it was a lot. There was a lot going on. She hit the ceiling. That was fucking she... nuts. 
she all the sounds going on and i had my surround sound turned on she didn't die though wild. so she ended up getting out and going to their house and of course the way she walks in i'm already like mm. if my mom started walking in my apartment like that and I can't see her. Even at like 16, I would have known something was wrong. I'm like, my parents, if they were acting. This like isn't that. correct. And then the scene that got me the most, I, and I loved this so much, is like right before she died, actually died, she said to her sister, don't let it get them. Mm -hmm. Or don't let it have, it's don't in let me, it have my don't children. let it have my children. And I was like, and then she dies. And it was like really sad because even the mom was like, but I love that she says that and nobody says anything. Like, that's not my mom. I'm like, th that's one of my biggest complaints of this film is how fucking long it took them to get the fuck out of there. Bruh. If my mom was throwing out black goo all over the floor, if my mom was in the corner of the bathroom, demonic screaming as loud as she possibly could, there's just a lot of these movies, it's like you're trying to understand from a what's the word i'm looking for from a rational point of view <laughs> this is what you're trying to do you're trying to understand from a rational point of view the setup of how and why this is taking so long for somebody to figure out what the fuck is going on because you want to think that in these movie universes that they too have also watched horror movies and like you would think we would all be on the same page but no like i i really believe that's what we try to do when setups are like this in horror films that's the best way i can describe it is you're you're trying to rationalize it from a real world standpoint of if this was actually happening to me happening to me there would be no way in fucking hell i would let it last this goddamn long that i would be in this apartment Y'all were in this apartment for way too fucking long. And it was way too long. My thought is the only way everybody that they could in this actually... whole movie from start to finish was way too oblivious to what was going on around them until it was too fucking late. Listen. It was just too much. It was the whole bathtub scene where she's in the bathtub. Like even they notice something off with her eyes, and then she thrashes around, and then she literally yeah, levitates. She popped back out of, out of bed, and they thought she was dead, and she just sits back up. You didn't look at her eyeballs and realize that that's... Did you think your sister always had silver eyes? Is that normal for you? What normal... And it was the fact that they ran out, like, they ran out of the bathroom and then stopped in the kitchen and waited for her to come out. Yeah. Like what? My only thought that their excuse was is it was her kids and they were trying to, they were in denial. You know, they were in denial that something had genuinely happened to their mother. Their mother went to go do laundry, very normal thing, and came back this whatever the fuck and they're in denial. But I'm over here like, no. I would be out, I would be the fuck out. The fuck out. So fast. I would be getting with Vicky. I'd be getting the fuck. And Beth is over out. here not helping she's just kind of like what's going on like, i don't I know feel like death like... is in like perpetual i just feel like from the time she finds out she's pregnant that she's just like in perpetual shock i just feel like for a solid 15 minutes 20 minutes they were like what's going on mm -hmm. what's happening i don't understand there was way too much of that going on for way too long and that's honestly one of my biggest complaints of the film is that where i was like y'all are fucking around way too much and i'm like 
I need literal. And then they finally kick her out. And, uh, or that she gets out and she starts killing everyone in the hallway. And this comes to my gripe number two. A lot of the neighbors, because when she passed away and, you know, they were trying to do something because of the fact that there was a earthquake, there were aftershocks and there were, it was hard for them to get to people to get to the building. So they were like, we're going to have to wait till tomorrow. So they were trying to figure out. out was the fire escape. Yes. So they were trying to figure out what to do with her body. And then, like Becky said, she pops out of bed and her sister's like, oh my God, you're alive. And I'm like, look at her. But okay. So she goes back yeah, to the alive. apartment. That's when all that stuff happens. And then they finally are like, you know what? Maybe she is not who she said she was anymore. So they get her out of the apartment and she starts killing um, the, neighbor. the neighbors. Yeah. This was another gripe that I had. From what I can remember, correct me if I'm wrong. From what I can remember from most of the Evil Dead series is that you become a Deadite almost instantly. Is that wrong? From, okay. Or is there a time period of where... Because I feel like it took them too long to become Deadites. The neighbors in the hallway. The neighbors? Yes. Oh my God, because for some reason, I feel like, God, it's been a long time since I've seen the first movie. I feel like, okay, because I think the first victim in the first movie was the one they locked in the basement. Mm -hmm. I believe so, yeah. And I think she, because she was, was she the one that got raped by the trees in the woods or assaulted? Yes. Sorry, essayed. By the trees in the woods. Yes, I believe that was her. And then I haven't seen was the first the... one in so long, too. Really long so time. long. Because I'm trying to remember now, in Army of Darkness, which I've seen more recently, it seemed like it took longer, even in mm. that one. When the princess of that castle became a deadite, it was like it took longer. It makes me wonder, because that really bothered me, because you have all these people... Even that, like, twin of Ash. Remember that twin yeah. of Ash was shot in the face and he buried him? It took a minute a minute for because cassie not dead. cassie bridget died right, yeah. and became a deadite before they even did it silly, like really close. so i'm like is it like a zombie now where it's different periods of time that it takes them to turn or because i thought it was always almost instant that it happened so that that kind of i didn't me. even notice that either there were a lot of things that i don't think they understood that horror fans were going to pick up in relation to continuity Especially well, if you're fans of the franchise. If you're big, you're that right. Because yeah. you're right. That is a big one that I didn't even realize how quickly. Now, I did think it was cool the way that they correlated pictures in the book to how the to how each Deadite, like when the mom changed and that flipped to a certain page mm -hmm. in the book, that that was a representation of this Deadite when Bridget changed and the stuff was coming out, that mm -hmm. was a representation of this Deadite. I did really like um, that, too. This is very detailed. The creature thing at the end that was very The Thing-ish. Color out of space Literally. Um, it's called a Marauder or something uh, Marauder. Like that. Marauder. That was a representation of another Deadite. But then that made me wonder, so were the neighbors just... You're right. I, I don't understand. Was it just... For con for continuity's sake, to fit the scene, that has I to guess be I can understand, but otherwise, because it made that little girl no wasn't going to let them in, like let her kind no. of in anyway. when the other ones weren't there. Right. 
Not to mention, like, it did make that scene cooler when they all became one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it just, that was the only two giant gripes I had, was how long it took them to be like, oh my god, you're not our mom. Because I love the little girl finally got it when she's like, you're not my mom. And I was like, fucking finally! Jesus Christ, we've been winning this whole This is after she's been stabbed in the face, I don't know how many times. Uh, she's done got her leg Your shot mom off. Literally uh, sounds like the Tasmanian devil coming after. Like, you. come on, now she's floating. I I don't understand. She's skin, literally skin is rotting off. I don't levitating. There's so much happening. <laughs> We're an hour in, and now you're you're not my mom. I'm like, the fuck? No, um, <laughs> you're not my dad. So um, so yeah, that happens. Um, and some things happen, and. Um, Danny or Bridget actually dies first, um, which I kind of was sad about because I was really rooting for those kids. I really didn't think any of the kids mm. would die. I don't know why I thought that, but when I saw there were three kids, I thought, okay, they're not going to kill the little kid, but one of these two older kids. I honestly thought Danny would be the only survivor, right? Besides, Kit, Cat, Cast, whatever her name was, the small one. Yeah, small child. It made me sad with Danny, but but Danny dies next. Bridget kills um, Danny. Yeah, Bridget kills Danny, and then he becomes a deadite, and they're both deadites. And Beth and because that's when like shit's really hitting the fan. Like they tied. It was kind of this low. Like they tied. They thought. Uh, the mom was still outside. They thought they had killed Beth. Well, they stabbed her in the head, and. Uh, or Bridget, I'm sorry. They tied Bridget up. And then... Oh, and then that's when he was like, so Danny I found this like, book. Yeah, I found this book in these records. So, <laughs> by the way, so, uh, Beth decides to listen to the third record to see if there's any way if something happened. And she's listening to the record of this priest and you find out that there's no way. Like, there's nothing that can be done. There's no way to reverse this he had to kill all of his colleagues everybody became possessed um so while all this is going on mom has now figured out how to get into the air ducts to get in back into the apartment um i'm sorry bridget is not no longer tied up anymore so that's when bridget kills danny and then the mom goes after beth her sister and uh Danny dies at that point. They stab the mom. Cassie and Beth end up out in the hallway and are trying to get the door to the fire escape open because they don't want to take the elevator. And they grab the shotgun from one of the neighbors that's dead. And the mom comes out in the hallway. Beth shoots her with the shotgun. Bridget and Danny, who you thought were dead, they come back and are there about ready to go after her. And then all of a sudden, that's what we were talking about. Then that's when the neighbors, cause that's when the mom yells out, everybody is dead by dawn. The neighbors start saying it. And then that's when you're like, oh, like they came back. That's uh, like now all of a sudden, like that's why I said, you're they're like, like an hour. You're they're like an dead hour by dawn. The... Well, they only have a couple hours now because yeah, at like this point, because you've long. been dead now, this has been 45 minutes into the movie already. And 
now all of You've been dead the whole film until they're like, you only get until dawn, and then they're like, oh shit, we better get I up. do want to say for the record, the next scene after this, when they're in the elevator and the elevator starts filling up with blood, I don't know why, and I don't know if it was just me, but that was so anxiety-inducing, those seconds. Oh, I felt claustrophobic. I'm so claustrophobic, so and like I mentioned in the beginning how much I freak out about elevators. Same. Something about that just... But can we talk about that ode to the, the Shining? It's pretty fucking awesome. When they hit the floor and the doors opened and pretty blood awesome. just came out. Also, and I love how It Chapter 2 didn't ode to the Shining the same way, yeah. pretty much. Um, so, as they're out of the elevator getting everything figured out. And by the, the way, this is when they all become one. This is when the morale When they're happens. going into the elevator and everyone is just sh sticking limbs into everywhere and they become the thing from Colorado So it's space. not it's not the other deadites. It's just the two kids and No, it's mom. all of them. Oh, it's, it's everybody. They're all. Well, then why do you only see those three faces at the end? Why do you only see David because they're the only ones moms. that were left alive, oh, and they wanted to make sure that you knew got it. that they died. That they died. Gotcha. Yeah, because the neighbors were on them too. But gotcha. Okay. Yeah, they okay. were literally just a ball of. Because during that scene, that's all I could make out was just. That's all I could make out was just the kids, like it was kind of like they were definitely making it to where the kids and the mother were the prominent ones, but the neighbors were in it too. It was one giant deadite ball. So, so they chase after them. They get down into the parking garage. They're trying to get the garage door open. And by the way, this the car part on, this part to the end is fucking phenomenal. Oh, like, the, the whole this film was ending was amazing. I mean, they've got the shotgun. They... They can't get the car out. The car gets stuck. This marauder thing is coming after them. They're trying to outmaneuver it. They get the garage door open out of the parking garage. They try to slide underneath. They grab Cassie at the last minute. Beth gets, Beth busts through. They're in this, I don't know why this fucking tree grinder thing is in this garage. This, this fucking parking garage. It was because it needed but to be But it was perfect. Like, it needed it. We needed it. And there's the chainsaw. All This is when you're really, you're getting into the odes. Of, you know, OG Evil Dead and... Um, yeah, when she pulled out that motherfucking chainsaw, I was actually, like, yelling. I yeah. was like, yeah! Like, the way they <laughs> took it out, it like, the way she took this thing out, turning that thing on, it just went through this giant... When she tried it on, basically. I also turned on. <laughs> mm-hmm. She turned on the um, chainsaw, and I, myself, turned on at the same time. Poor Cassie is um, going to need a lot of therapy. Just a little bit. A poor child. She'll be fine. Also, I'm kind of wondering, like, where... So, by the time the sun starts to rise, and they're randomly walking down the street, covered in blood, mm -hmm. a small child and a grown woman, and this grown woman is carrying a chainsaw. <laughs> Normal everyday things. So I think that's like, that's what went through my head at the very end. Like once I got through the whole week, I'm just like, okay, so who is going, because I couldn't imagine on my morning commute to work, like I see that, like, first of all, I'm not stopping. I'm just going to see that 
Turn the radio up. Sweet Caroline. Like, I'm going to do everything to forget that I just fucking saw that. Like, I did not just. I didn't see that. Look. I didn't fucking see that happen. Because what? Like, that's what went through my head. Is like, how do you. Where. Where were they going? <laughs> like, I don't think they knew. I don't. <laughs> so what happened was she got. I well, how are you going to loved... walk into a motel? I'm, I'm praying the first place they go is a hospital. Because at least yeah. a hospital isn't going to be. I mean, they're still going to be like, what the fuck? But it's a hospital. So they've seen like you're kind of more used to seeing crazy shit like that. Because you're not just going to go to a hotel. Like they're, no. they're calling the police. There's no. No. Pretty sure Beth had no wallet or anything. I didn't see any pockets in that dress, which is very unfair. It was not functional. There needed to be pockets. This movie um, was directed by a man. <laughs> so, I mean, it was. It was. <laughs> very. Um, the scene where Beth kills her sister was really funny because my girlfriend, who hates gore, did not watch this movie with me and she was upstairs crafting and that was the scene she came downstairs on the bloodiest scene of the whole film oh no and she like starts <laughs> up the chainsaw and she starts going after her and i was like you may want to stay in the kitchen because this is probably the goriest this movie's been the whole time so that scene was amazing when she killed her sister and saw her face in half um but so, of course, the evil, because they're all of the, the whole thing went through a wood chipper and was released That's and amazing. went to this other woman who bringing all the way back to the very beginning of the film, which to be completely honest with you, I, for, I don't know why I forgot to mention this at the beginning, the opening title scene of this movie Oh, real quick, was... I just want to make a quick point about the very end before we get into the opening title yes. scene and how it kind of wraps around back to the ending. Um, so, the director did a interview where he said that essentially the marauder at the end was only supposed to be the mom and the two kids mm. because it was supposed to be the director and the screenwriter both wanted not only that monster to be creepy but to actually represent family in its worst possible version this is from collider.com the director and screenwriter wanted to give a physical shape to some aspects of raising a child and the way that a parent might see their kids in parenting itself. Because it was almost, especially if you're watching the scene, it almost looks like the kids are trying to re-enter the womb in this yeah, kind of I can see that. sort of pseudo-weird reverse birth kind of thing. So that was kind of what they were going for. That's essentially what the director and the writer okay. were going for. So it wasn't all of the Deadites. I think it was maybe in some people's eyes simulated that way, but I, but from the way that I caught it, so that, and this was confirmed by the director and the screenwriter in this interview, that that was the way that they were trying to shape it, that it was like okay. the children trying to re-enter their 
mother. That makes sense. Which is even more That's fucked up. <laughs> It's fine. I had to, there was a there was a link on the Wikipedia article where I wanted to look into that. He also in that same article for collider.com talks about how that marauder creature was actually done with CGI and practical effects. There's essentially like there's three actors that got inside this there were contortionists that essentially got inside of this like giant suit and there were puppeteers that were yeah okay it says an actor and a stunt double so it was two people that were crammed inside of a bodysuit together and then digitally manipulated to have the other limbs and the third head this is why I that is be, this is why i want to be on the set wild oh i like, love that shit fuck? That I love amazing. that shit. I would have loved to have actually seen that in real life. That would have been cool. How that part of it came together, because I bet that looked fucking wild. Oh, I'm sure. On a set, seeing these two actors like in this bodysuit together, like having to crawl, like essentially on top of each other, like fucking amazing. And this like two-headed spider-looking thing like that's fucking wild because that mirage i had no again like i said like when you're watching the correlation between the book and the pages and the deadites and the book to what they make as each person is getting possessed when you see that marauder in in the book it's like how in the fuck were they gonna make this thing look in real life like, how were they going to pull that off? And they did. And I appreciated it because that was something we talked about about the 2013 one where, like, I was wondering what they were going to do with this one in relation to practical and CGI effects. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate knowing now that they tried to keep in as many practical effects as they could. So, so that's good to know. But yeah, the beginning, the main title sequence where the movie actually started, where it started off at a cabin, um, that main title sequence was absolutely incredible, the way that they did that. I loved her levitating out of the water and it just having Evil Dead Rise coming and out. And it had the, the title Oh my god, that was amazing. That was so fucking cool. That was such an incredible effect. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, that's at the very end, the evil goes into the girl at the beginning. So, you see how it correlates there. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much the whole movie. Overall, I... Well, then it made me realize how the fuck... So, if Jessica and the chick in the beginning already had the dead-eyed in her from the apartment, how did she get in the car and drive to the cabin? Because she wasn't dead yet, maybe. Because uh, remember, uh, Jess, or whatever the mom's name was, didn't die at first either. That's right. It could have happened once they actually got to the cabin. Right. Because she didn't die. Because her boyfriend, remember the, the cousin was sitting there reading the book? Mm -hmm. And the boyfriend said, like, I gave her a Klonopin or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, she could have died then. Like, as she was laying there, she could have died then and then came back. Because the mom didn't die That's until right. later, Okay, too. okay. Because I was wondering. Yeah. It wasn't soon long, but that's what I'm guessing, is that she just didn't die yet. 
Because mm-hmm. she was heading to the cabin when she got in the car. Um, That's right. But yeah, so overall, I honestly just thought, a lot of I'm a sickler. Just the, the continuity things. That's same. where like I gotta. I know, love I gotta Ash. I love Evil buttons. Dead. I. That's why I had the two gripes that I had because I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I gotta ask these questions because I don't know if you're trying to correlate with the series. Just certain things aren't. But at least, up. at least this movie actually was a part of the Evil Dead universe and yes. not La Llorona trying to be part of the Conjuring oh, universe. Okay, Atlanta, yes. You could tell this was an Evil Dead movie. I'm sorry, yeah. I keep burping <laughs> every time I'm talking. The, the whole t- the whole time you could tell it was an Evil Dead movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciated that a lot. Very much. Alright, so as far as ratings go, it got pretty high. Um, it has a 6.6 on IMDb, an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 4.1 out of 5 on Voodoo. It's got a very high, very, very high rating. Um, it had, it was released April 21st. I remember that because it was really close to my birthday. Um, it was directed by Lee Cronin, Lee Cronin, who also, I think this was his second, if I read that right, I think this is only his second major He also did The Hole in the Ground, and if you guys saw that, that was a pretty decent movie. I I did not see that. It's okay. I watched the trailer for it, uh, after, Mm -hmm. because I was looking up his, like, stuff he's worked on his body of work and i was like huh okay i'll have to check that out because i you know i liked it i was impressed i thought it was a good movie so the budget of the film was about 15 to 19 million dollars and the box office 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 it has made 146 and a half million so clearly it has profited um so yeah as far as what we rate it and i was right um that Morgan Davies is a transgender actor. Really? So I called that. I was I was like, cool. I'm this is how if this is how you're gonna do it in movies, this is how you do it. Because I didn't know that. Because you're just like, oh. They're like, okay. Just a regular person. Do you mean transgender people? Are regular people? The prophecy. <laughs> Bravo though, Morgan, for real, like to be that young, you yeah, pulled it off. All of the all of the young actors that were in this movie fucking mm-hmm. nailed it. Like legitimately nailed it. The Bridget, the girl who played Bridget reminded me a lot of uh Bex. Yes. Uh when Bex was Gabriel in... Eccles is that actress's name. She was in a movie with uh, Hugh Jackman called Reminit Reminis Reminisces. I don't know how to say this. Uh, literally never heard of this movie, but apparently came out in twenty twenty one. So cool. Does not look like a horror movie though. Uh, yeah, she she fucking she nailed it. She did a really good job. 
she's pretty young too. I, I did not see an age, but yeah, the kids that were in this definitely nailed it. Did an incredible job. Nell Fisher uh, played Cassie. She was adorable. I'm telling you what, these little creoles. Okay, these little kids that are like I can't talk. <laughs> that are in horror movies lately are killing it, man. Really, really killing it. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy. I'm. I'm. It's their talent, like, and it. It's so neat because I've seen actors that start off as phenomenal child actors and then you you get to see as you follow their career the progression of where they are now um abigail breslin uh -huh. is one of them for sure elijah wood i would say is probably the most famous one we've seen i mean that literally like the good son was an insane movie to watch even for its time and for him and macaulay culkin to be so young and play in this really sinister dramatic film and fucking Shia LaBeouf. now you get to see uh elijah wood grow up and yeah shia labeouf a lot of these people that you see their acting careers go from what they could do as kids to where they are now and it's pretty phenomenal so you're seeing like this new crop of uh kids the little the girl that played the young princess leia and obi-wan kenobi that was in the boogeyman she's incredible like i really cannot wait to see where this kid goes. Like, she fucking... I mean, fucking look at Joey she King. She is killing it. Joey well, King, I always, fucking... I always forget, too, she was the little girl in Bird Box. I didn't realize that till after the Boogeyman. That she's oh, the I little was like... Girl. She's, she's the... Sandra Bullock's two kids, she's the little girl. Mm. Which you don't really see her actual face till like the, the end of the sinister? movie. Because, right, exactly. Yes, yes. Yes, it is. I mean, fucking look at Joey King. Vivian Blair. Vivian Blair. Show me what she looks like, because her name sounds familiar. Let's see. Oh, yeah. She And she's she's just cute as a little button. She is cute. I mean, Good she lord. Just, she's an adorable. <laughs> she saw him at a convention and ran up to him and was like, Dad! And I was like, I'm like, please stop. I can't. My Star Wars <laughs> she's okay she's okay <coughs> but yeah like people like joey king who literally started well she didn't start in the conjuring but like literally i remember seeing her in the conjuring and all of a sudden she was in 17 she was films. a little i forget that she was so young in the conjuring same with what's her face uh ortega jenna ortega blowing up in the horror community right now and i'm fucking here for it i love it i love it some i love her what was I, she in before wednesday and scream um was she in anything things. as like a little kid mm -hmm. okay hold please i, I will get the answers for you i didn't realize that's where she got started i almost either. just said wednesday adams i don't think that's her name <laughs> i am fucking so excited about beetlejuice too i, think I can't seeing behind the scenes shit i think it's because i <coughs> i feel like they've been talking about i'm sorry guys i got so verklempt about star wars i she literally really did. almost died i literally that is the dedication that i have as a star wars fan as i would die no um i feel like because especially at my age that 
the original Beetlejuice is so near and dear to my heart. I am the most obnoxious person in the world to watch that movie with because I will literally recite the whole movie. Especially if it's Delia's or Lydia's scenes. I will, I, I, I was telling recite my girlfriend, I said, listen. But I've been waiting. I feel like I've been waiting the last 25 years of my life for there to have I Beetlejuice sequel. I'm just so afraid. I don't, I really, I just said, like I told my girlfriend, I was like, this better not fucking disappoint me. I was very happy with Hocus Pocus 2. I need to be very happy with Beetlejuice 2. It looks well, like the they're bringing all the key players back. Winona Ryder's coming back. Michael Keaton has to be Beetlejuice. And Tim Burton is directing it. So it's like... And having Jenna be in it just makes sense. And she's already got a relationship with Tim Burton. She's already worked with him. So this is great. I love to see that. I hope like with her, we start seeing them build like the way Johnny Depp and Tim Burton did. How we're just going to start seeing a bunch of movies with Tim Burton and Jenny Ortega in it or Jenna Ortega in it. I'm, I'm so I'm for it. I'm sorry. Who the hell was she in Insidious Chapter 2? Who? Jenna Ortega is in Insidious Chapter 2. Hold no, please. she's not. <laughs> it just told me she was. I'm over here like... Hold mm, please. I'm over here like, no, she's not. Oh my god, she's the little girl in the... Uh, hold on. That doesn't even look like the same fucking human being. I cannot. The little girl in the what? That scene... Like, she's not a main character. Oh, like the very, very yes. end? That's her. Oh, my God. Look, at, look, look. That doesn't even look like her. No, it doesn't. And I guess I have to watch it. It's been a really long time since I've seen What it. a baby. Well, if I go see Chapter 3 this weekend, Hubs wants you mean to five? see it. Five. Fuck. Wait. <laughs> you said... Well, it's because we'll have to watch one and two again to see this one. So yeah, because she's you been... could have not seen you could have not seen three and four, and it wouldn't make a difference. But before you go see Red Door, you, you have might. to see the first two. Otherwise, you're going to be thoroughly confused. So that movie came out in 2013. Yeah, she's young. So that was ten years ago. And so it makes sense. She was probably what, like ten years old. 2002. She was eleven. Yeah. I really think that, that 10 she years ago. is going to be a new Scream Queen. That's what I'm saying. I would love to see, and I, I, me personally, I would love to see her, like, become, like, the female Johnny Depp with Tim Burton. Like, just continue to turn out more stuff with Tim Burton. Mm -hmm. I would love to see that. I'm sorry. She's in the movie X, which I still haven't seen because of fucking... <laughs> The I Showtime she won't let them go. I knew she was in that. She's in the Babysitter Killer Queen. I forgot she was in that too. See, I forgot. So X and Pearl, all of those are Showtime. Ah, oh, fuck. So you have to pay. God damn it! I haven't so seen any be, of those movies because of, of that. Reason. So it's gonna be a minute, y'all. Yeah. Hopefully, by the time Maxine comes out, we'll stop with all of this because I really, really want to fucking see those movies. 
<laughs> My husband saved the day from the water because I was literally. He said, I hip. <laughs> um, Here I come to save the day. But yeah, no, I love the fact that, and you know, my friend Michael, um, you guys might know him as Primetime. Um, his son's biggest crush is Jenna Ortega. And it really Aww. warmed my soul because you know why? First of all, his son is like 11 or 12. And so second of all, cute. when I was that age, that's how I was with Nev Campbell. It just makes me so warm inside to see these little kids getting their own screen queens and developing these big crushes on their screen queens. And... <laughs> And I just think That's it's so, so cute, cute, and I love it so much. Okay, before we were so off the beaten path, what do you rate <laughs> Evil Dead Rise in Chainsaws? I keep going back and forth between a seven and a half and an eight. And I know that you said seven and a half, but I I think yeah, but I have I'm gonna stick on. with an eight. I think I'm gonna stick even with all the continuity errors. I think I'm gonna stick with an eight. And it's like I told you, if this is the route that they're going with the franchise and doing standalone films, I really want to see this continue. And I'd like to see this director come back and do the next one. I, I did like him. I'd like to I'd like to give him another shot and have him come I think back. he did a great job too. Go watch the <clears throat> hole in the ground. It actually is not a bad movie okay. at all. I liked it. I gave it a seven and a half and my gripe is hilarious. I already told you guys what my first gripes were. When this movie was talked about People were talking about how absolutely gruesome and gory it was. This is my opinion. I am not saying the movie was not gory. It was very gory. But it wasn't as gory as I had hoped. <laughs> and I know that's incredibly fucked up. Um, but I thought original the Evil <coughs> Dead 2013 was gorier. Becky thinks it was about the same. Then again, when I watched the 2013 version, I had not been as desensitized by horror yet um i had not watched all of the saw movies yet i had not like my look of horror at this point now i haven't seen evil dead 2013 since it like came out legit legitimately so it's like i'm remembering it gorier it could very well be the same but i was actually very upset or not very upset i just feel I like kind of disappointed all i can get past from 2013 is there was just so much blood there was. There was so much like, blood. It was once it gets toward gory. the end and it's literally so raining much. blood, it, it you you couldn't tell what wasn't blood and what <laughs> I mean. There was just so, so much by the end of that movie. There were some kills that were the practical effects were pretty insane, but I thought that even in this one, um, for instance, now really thinking back on it, I don't think I appreciated it at the time, but now looking back at that scene where Bridget was biting into that glass and when she swallowed it, a piece of the glass stuck, poked out of her. <laughs> I know, I'm like, <clears throat> boy, you want to talk about fucking choking. <laughs> oh my God. My throat like, feels weird all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that fucked me up. I don't She's think greater. I realized until now. Ooh, boy. I was also disappointed that that wasn't as gruesome as I thought it was going to be, which is fucked up. Oh, it was enough, though. It was enough. But see, here's the issue. After seeing Terrifier 2... We talked about this. We literally exactly. Talked about this. We literally talked about this earlier. I think if you loved 
Terrifier one and two, I think our our gory, gruesome, bloody factor has just kind of become so desensitized that at this point. But here's the thing: I don't want anybody to start. I don't. I don't want that level in <clears throat> any other movie but Terrifier because Damien got it right. If you there's been too many other movies that have been just as equally gory and bloody, and it's just it's it's, it's too I, I much. can't explain how Terrifier is just enough, and the rest of them were too much. I don't know campy. if it's it's campy. It's, it is campy. It's he, art. It, it's art. The clown. It's what <clears throat> David puts into that character mm-hmm. that takes away that is bloody and as gruesome as those movies are. That's not the focus because it's almost as if what you're watching to me this is how i looked at those movies because people are like how do these movies even make sense i almost look at them as like american psycho like you're watching that in someone's nightmare this is not real you're not watching anything that's real and i think that if you look at it if you watch those movies from that point of view if you're one of these people that needs to make sense of a movie because some movies you just gotta let it go you, you just, you got to let it go. You can't be sitting there trying to make sense of what you're watching. But if if you have to, I think with Terrifier 1 and 2, at least for me, you, you have to watch them in the same vein as American Psycho, as that didn't really happen. You're watching somebody's nightmare. This is a dream. This is a fever dream. You're not actually watching something that really happened and i think that that you could put that even okay like for instance the first one where art essentially like reanimates it's like well now that would be really fun <laughs> no i mean come on <laughs> so yeah like that come on that wouldn't really fucking happen well no <clears throat> but i think and here's my issue too is that you can also push gore too far in a serious sense where you have movies like hostile a hostile is a very hard movie to watch for more reasons. It's not really the gore, it's the content of it. But it's really, like the ending is the only thing yeah, about that movie. The ending is the only But it's like when you hit gore to that extent, I have an issue with it. Because I don't want you to just put I'm very I'm I'm strange because I'm like I'm going from one extreme to the other. Evil Dead Rise wasn't gory enough and Hostel is too gory. It's it's like I understand that it doesn't make any sense, but it's like, I... Well, there has to be a point to the gore. Exactly. You can't just be doing it for, for shits and giggles. Hostel didn't really have a point. I no. think it was just... <laughs> there really wasn't a point. <clears throat> Hostel was for 20-something-year-old boys that were fans of Jackass. That just wanted to see titties and blood. That and is the most accurate thing I've ever heard. That's what the movie gave you. Yep. That's what I gave Titties you. and blood. But yeah, so that's why I rated it 7.5. It's because I expected more more. But I still think it was a fantastic movie. And I honestly loved it. And I just I'm, get sick of a lot of horror movies that are hyped too much. Like, oh my god, it's the scariest movie I've ever seen. Okay, I don't believe that what kind, of horror, what kind of horror fan are you if you're saying this is the scary? What is your level? <laughs> I, I don't... <laughs> I am the wrong horror person to talk to. If, what if is you're that movie light, scary? If you're a, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Is that movie gory? I don't know. What can you take? 
I need to know because I'm your not, level. Because yeah, you can't. For instance, I have a lot of tattoos, and I'm the. Do, 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 do tattoos hurt? Yes. Please don't fucking ask me that. Yeah, because that's my answer from now on. I don't even try to explain to people anymore. I don't go, well, no, it's certain parts of the body and you have to have a tolerance. And... Nope, nope. They all freaking hurt. They all fucking hurt. Every single place you could ever get a tattoo, it, it's going to hurt. Everywhere it, it hurts. It will. It's a needle going into your skin. It's going to hurt because I'm tired of it. Because <laughs> you, you can't explain because people don't just, yeah. I, I, I've gotten that. Forever, for as long as I've had tattoos. Do tattoos hurt? They asked me to. Yeah, they fucking hurt. They hurt. They do. They hurt. I'm. I'm They're like, what's explaining. the one that hurt the most? Then I'm like, the one you can't <laughs> see on my side. I have so many. I just tell them they all hurt. I don't like explaining to people. I'm just like, they all fucking hurt. But what? I, what was I gonna? Oh no, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, I have a funny story to tell everyone. So I was working the other day and we had this thing called a chaos meeting on Fridays where we kind of just talk about random shit. And there's a new girl and she was talking about horror movies and we were talking about scary movies and I was like, I want to know, no, it wasn't her, it was somebody else, but she had just shared that she loved horror movies. And I said, what is the one horror movie that scared you? I'm like, we all have one. And I'm like, I want to know what it is because I said nine times out of ten I get the same answer. And it was the same answer. And what was really oh, funny is that... Oh, well, God, I'm sorry. All right, Rihanna. I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> Rihanna coming in hot. I apologize. Um, I did not realize my body was on full blast. <laughs> Me every time. So I asked her. She said this movie. Two other people that were huge horror fans that I work with said the same movie. It is the same movie that scared the shit out of me, and it is the fourth kind. And I think it is so funny that that movie is never talked about, but when it is, every single person that I have asked, it has scared the shit out of them. And I love that. Yep. I just, I love that. That we can all collectively, as horror fans, that movie is always mentioned as one of the scariest movies anybody has ever said. Also, can I just add Same. to that for me? As far as found footage goes, Hell House scared the shit out of me. Like, legitimately scared me. Like, I can't turn that... There are so many horror films I can turn on and be home alone and it be no problem. I cannot watch that movie alone. I cannot... And I have seen Hell House LLs. I've seen the director's cut. I've seen... So many times. All I of the cannot... versions watch it alone i can't i cannot watch that movie alone i can't watch houses october built alone either the first one the first one the first one we don't talk about not the second, second one. one we don't talk about the second one, the second one i refuse to even let my husband watch the second one because he actually really liked the first one so i was like i'm, I'm not even gonna I'm, yeah, don't. no no because i'll have to exp no it doesn't exist so yeah hell house Legit, I mean, if I can say for a newer movie that, like, has come out recently, really legitimately scared me. I mean, really scared me. I did share the one movie. And I love that it gets talked, I love that it still gets talked about so much. Cause oh, yeah, House it's a cult is, classic. It very much is. fucking scary. I really do hope that they actually go through with the, um, tapes. Oh, please. The... 
prequels, the, the Abaddon, anthology tapes. The Abaddon. Abaddon, thank you. I was like, Anagram, no. Because I'm Armageddon. I was not no. happy with the third one. Oh yeah, fuck that movie. Please, if we watch the first two, the third. And I did share the only other movie, which The Exorcist, I don't count because that was a whole different type of scare. Right. So I don't even count that movie. But the other movie that I actually can genuinely say scared me the first time, because now it's a Manette movie, but The Conjuring. When I first saw that in the theater, that movie scared the shit out of me. I was like fetal position in the movie theater chair. Last Shift scared the fuck out of me, too. Like, I've only watched that What the fuck was that movie? And I know they just did like a reimagining of it or like a re amalium or something just came out. Girl, I don't know what she's talking like, about, but it sounds good. The director like <laughs> literally remade his own movie. I, I I I can't even explain it. I don't know why he did. I <laughs> I legitimately don't know why. I don't know why, but it just came out this year. It's called it was this. Oh. He literally remade his own movie. It's the same premise. It's the same characters. He remade the movie. What is it on? I don't know. Oh, you have to buy it. Well, that's... Get on a streaming service, please. Yeah, because I watched Last Shift on uh, Netflix. Last Shift is still on Netflix. Nope, it's on Peacock now. Oh, is it? And Tubi. I think it's because everyone's leaving Netflix right now. It's so scary. Like, that movie is that movie so terrifying. fucking scary. Like, I... That's another one. I'm not watching that. I'm, I'm not watching that by myself. I'm watching that shit by myself. And oh. I met the guy that played the villain, and he's so nice. Oh, my God. He's so he's nice. so nice. When you meet people that play the most horrible characters in movies, and they're just salt of the earth. That's a good fucking actor right there is what that is. That is a good actor. Bravo. If you can make me hate you, you are a good actor. John Bernthal is shame. Hated that Oh my god, but he's so fucking nice. Oh my god, he's so nice. Okay, but him rubbing his head every fucking second. It's like, does it itch? Smack it. Smack it if it itches. Just smack it. What are you doing? What are we doing? Turn off a damn lot. I swear. I. <laughs> oh my anyway. god. Anyway, <laughs> man, that's bringing back some memories. It. Oh my god. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed tonight. Yeah. We hope you got a chance to watch it. We did say that we were going to have a lot of spoilers, but we hope you enjoyed. Um, it's a great movie. And if you love the Evil Dead franchise. I thought this was perfect. I have not been unhappy with anything that this entire franchise has churned out, so I'm ready to see more. I have heard they're coming out with a video game. I think that might still be happening. I'm not sure. So next week, we will actually be talking about Chernobyl. We will be talking about not only the actual uh, devastating, actual real-life traumatic event that happened with Chernobyl, And we will also be discussing, um, so along with that, we're going to be talking about now what lies in the area after the nuclear disaster, 
There have been supposed hauntings, sightings, a lot of different things, as well as a tie-in to a horror film that was based on the event called The Chernobyl Diary. So you're getting like, it's technically not a horror review like we did with Evil Dead Rise, but we figured we might as well talk about the movie because it's been really the only horror movie that I've ever seen that's tied into the Chernobyl disaster. But with the actual disaster itself, we should discuss a lot of the happenings that are still relevant to that area, which is highly radioactive. Um, you can take tours. I fucking wouldn't because even in the areas that they say it's quote unquote safe, it's still radioactive and that's going to last for hundreds, if not thousands of years. That doesn't, doesn't just go away. Um, so yeah, I am excited to talk about that because I've always believed that they're just anything that undergoes something like that. Um, yeah, there's bound to be some type of energy, not just in the radiation. I mean, how the pictures that on. they've posted and things like that are just, you can feel the vibes from that place. They're not good. And honestly, I can understand why I, I can completely understand it. I actually just finished watching the, um, HBO series called Chernobyl. Chernobyl, that's what it's called. Um, very good. If you guys haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. It's not necessarily horror. It just is a limited series. I think it's five episodes. It just, it gives a firsthand account. Like it a does. Telling of it's basically good. exactly what happened. And... and that's what made me think about it. I reached out to Becky and I was like, have we done an episode on anything about Chernobyl? So that would necessarily relate to horror because it's not that show isn't even no. a terrible thing. It's real happens. life horror. That's for sure. Right. I mean, but I there are, more, I feel like that place is I think genuinely more so haunted. the way it was handled because of that type of government. It right. was just really like, they were really basically trying to hide it. And it genuinely and took to the point of being like, no, the earth will actually die like if you don't do something. You can't hide. Everyone you can't will die. like this didn't happen. So <laughs> They're like, oh, well, I guess we're going to do something. We, we kind of got to talk about it. We kind of got to let people know. <laughs> so Maybe we should tell someone. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I could be wrong. But maybe we should tell someone. All right, guys. Well, of course, you know we have all the socials at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at DFWTO Podcast. Handle is DFWTO8811. If you have any questions, concerns, want to say hey, you can email us or have any suggestions for the podcast, you can email us at DFWTO8493 at gmail.com. And of course, give us a follow and a subscribe on all of the social or all of the uh, platforms. We're on Podbean, Google Podcasts, um, Spotify, and iTunes. Give, give us a rate, give us a subscribe. You'll always know when we put new episodes out. Is that everything? I think you got it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in tonight, of course, as always. And uh, we hope you guys have a wonderful week. Go watch Chernobyl Diaries if you haven't to prepare for next week. And go watch Evil Dead Rise if you haven't. Even though you know everything that happens, it's okay. It's still good. It's, it's a fine. good watch. We can't give you the blood. You still watch, go watch it. it. Go watch it. It's still worth it. Watch. <laughs> All right, guys. Stay, 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 stay safe. <laughs> and remember, don't don't fuck, fuck with the original. original. Okay, bye. <laughs> stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe.